in the market for affordable home improvement products? Eubin Building Supplies carries those high-quality building materials you need. Whether you're a homeowner, DIY handyman, landlord, or contracting company, their store in Dyke, Iowa has everything you need to get the job done right the first time. Their in-store builder showroom is designed to make the selection process easy. View samples, discuss options, and then take a few samples back to your home or office for consideration. Eubin Building Supplies is dedicated to getting the job done right, and their friendly experts will help you find exactly what you need to fit your lifestyle, home decor, and budget. Go and visit their Dyke showroom at 635 Main Street or call 319-989-2222 to see, touch, and feel the latest styles. Home is the starting place of love, hope, and dreams. Hi, this is Tiffany Ash with People Savings Bank. Whether you are purchasing a new home, looking to refinance your current mortgage loan, or looking for a flexible home equity line of credit option, now is the perfect time to give PSB a call. Ask for one of our dedicated real estate lenders to learn more about getting you and your home on the right track. At People Savings Bank, it's all about making the right choices for you. Locations in Wellsburg, Cleves, and Dyke. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Roll blue. Hey everybody, welcome to DNH Loose Change. My name is Travis Kiewit, alongside my co-host Tad Brace over here. Like what I did there, Travis? Yeah, it was pretty pretty funky there. You like that? How many guests do you think we're gonna throw off? Zero. I think you're probably right. Cause I well, I was watching the meter, so I didn't pay a whole lot of attention yeah, to it until I was the hoping that I was hoping that out, he so. would kind of just pick up on it and go, and my name's Tad, but yeah, we'll have to practice that. Yep, that's for another day. Yeah, my guess is we'll never practice that. Going to the further our practice session. Yep, just a jam, just a jam session sometime. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, we have um, some fun interviews uh, on deck today. We are going to be able to catch up with Waylon, uh, I believe, and he's a pretty busy guy, so um, we're gonna have to make some time out for him. Yeah, he'll probably appreciate coming in, taking a break from. His hectic schedule. Yeah, uh, that guy. I saw him before I even came in here. He was driving around from one spot of the school to the other. It's a busy guy. Yeah. Then we also have Gus Varney, um, high school baseball, and Mariah Ash, junior high softball. So three good people to interview and uh, should be good. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I I, uh, coach Mariah Ash with Tony Norton, so we're – I don't know, probably probably a little over halfway. We got a a rough week, not a rough week, but a fun week coming up. We're supposed to have four games next week, but we only have three now, and then we have two more the following week, and then we're done. So that, that junior high season is short and compact. It is. There's a the lot least. of things going on there, and I'm excited for the kids because we organized a end of the year pool party for the junior high softball and baseball. Kids. Don't don't say we. You did 
Well, you you did you did a, you did a lot of if not all the work. So no, but it, um, it takes it, it, relaying the message and everything yeah, like that. It, no, it, you're selling yourself short. Uh, I'm excited though for the kids because this year, on the whole, with everything that's gone on, I think it's going to be good for them to get out and right. enjoy just hanging out with each other, no strings attached, little pool party action. Right, just a. What's been kind of nice is we haven't even really thought of COVID. Yes. It's kind of gotten pretty normal. Mm-hmm. And we even to the point, I don't know what you guys do after games, but we have some teams that do handshakes now, which is really weird. Yeah. And to throw that on top of that, um, we had a couple teams do handshakes with the left hand. Have you had that? No. That was really, it was really odd because we, so these girls you know, missed last year and- whatever you know for whatever reason i don't know but we went to shake hands and we lined up on the left side which team was that uh, can you throw uh, them under the bus no i'm not no i don't know it, but I, it was really weird because i i don't think i've ever done it right and i asked tony norton the, the guy that coaches with me i'm like does this feel weird and he's like yeah it feels really weird and so we're like slapping hands and i'm it was just it was weird it was I didn't quite understand. We've had a few teams that have opted not to do handshakes, but like we'll come out in a circle in front of our dugout and they'll come out and right. we'll just kind of wave yep, at each other. Game. And I I honestly I like that. I would yeah. actually be fine sticking with it. And I'm all for good sportsmanship. I think the handshake at the end is is good, but at the same time I also understand they're competitive very competitive right. close games and sometimes that handshake um to the athlete doesn't really mean what it sh- what it's meant to mean. So I think sometimes just nodding and and yeah yeah if you're an upset player over the game or whatever you're able to mask it a little bit better by being in that group. Exactly. Honestly, you don't have to do anything, and there'll be plenty of people that can. Yep. You go to that handshake. You're gonna have to shake hands with maybe somebody just plunked you, or right. somebody just ran you over at home. You know who knows what? Or you know the kid that just got the base hit off you. Exactly. So I, I'm with you. I I don't have a problem I, with. I love I love you know the stories of the feel good stories with good sportsmanship, um, but I just think that that's one thing that out of everything that we've yeah. changed for COVID, I would actually be fine with sticking with that. Yeah, I moving forward. I, I think there's some pros to it. Yeah, and, as and well. I and I see the other side as well. Yep, so I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, if if somebody, yeah, I'm with you. If they if we shake hands, okay, and if we just nod the cap or, you know, say good game. Okay, I'm okay with that too. Yep. And and some coaches have talked about it and ahead of time with me, sure. like at home plate, they'll say, Hey, okay. after the game, after the game we'll just come out and yeah. or after the game we'll shake him up. And I'm right. I don't care either way, but I I've realized one that I like more than the other. Right. So if somebody asked you and said, Hey, what do you want to do at the end? You you would just say, Let's just nod the cap and I, say good I'd game. I'd say, Yep, let's just come out in front of the dugout yep. and, and nod and, and I think as junior high coaches, we kind of like that too because trying to organize getting kids on shuttles and things like that, it's kind right. of a hectic. The last five minutes is kind of hectic. Right. So I'm with you there. It works. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. I like it. All right. Well, do you have anything you want to? I don't think so. Should be a should be a good uh, podcast uh, today. Should be. Should be fun. Um, again, go ahead and before – you start listening too too much further. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, 
make sure you can give us a follow. I think it's just DNH Loose Change. Yep. And we love to hear from you. So, all right, let's go ahead and get started. All right, everybody, we're here with our first interview, Gus Varney. How are you doing today, Gus? Good, how are you? Not too bad. Um, Gus is, what, a sophomore yep. here at Dyke New Hartford? All right. Gus, why don't you go ahead and give us a little background information about yourself? Uh, my parents are Ann and Brian. I have two sisters, Ruby and Lucy. Lucy's going to be a freshman, and Ruby's going to be a sixth grader. And I'm going to be a junior, and I play baseball, football, run track, and basketball. All right, four sports. Nice work, buddy. Do anything else in your spare time? Uh, I like to fish. Xbox, PS4, PS5 now. Which which one are you better at? Uh, PS4. PS4. Oh, man. So you're a PlayStation guy, not a... Have you ever been an Xbox guy? Yeah, I've played with Will a lot on Xbox. So you have them both? Uh, he has it. He has an Xbox. I have the PS4. Well, it's a good thing you guys live right next door to each other. You can just hang out and yell to each other like <laughs> yeah. when you just make a big, big kill or something like okay, that. Okay, so I'm... Obviously, I'm out of the loop, so you can cross platforms. Yeah. So, what does he play for a platform? I mean, how does he hook up, and how do you hook up? I know Xbox Live. Uh, I think they just came out like with cross-platform with just other new games. So, do you have to have the game, and he has to have the game, or can you do it all online, or is it multiplayer? What? Uh, we both have to have the game. You both have to have the game. Yep. And the game of choice is. Uh. Right now? Sometimes Fortnite. Fortnite. Oh, my God. Okay. My son is playing uh, I don't some car game where you try to score a goal. Rally cars or smoke them up or something. Huh. I don't even know what it is. I just see him in there. All right. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> going to be a junior here, Gus. Uh, are you excited for the upcoming school year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk quite a bit here about baseball. I mean, that's been kind of what's happening in your life right now. Um, so let's go ahead and start with how long has baseball been a part of your life? Like, what's your earliest memory of playing baseball? Uh, probably playing t-ball, like, at the at the field behind the school. Well, not there anymore, but... The one that was there? Yeah. Okay. So that's your earliest memory. Yeah. Any specific memory there, or...? Not too much. Not too many. Okay. And I was given uh, a hint that I should ask this question. Uh-oh. I like it, though. Um, what was it like having your dad as a coach for travel ball? I think he said, like, six years or something? Uh, 8U to 14U. So. How was it? Uh, it was very fun. It was hard on me a lot, but that's good. Well, I mean, look at you now. <laughs> I mean, you're hitting, what, a buck 21 or something? <laughs> no, right. You thank him every day for making you better? Yeah. yeah. Or is that pretty much just implied? Implied half the time. (laughs) And I was wondering this, too, because I know your dad was a pretty good baseball player in his day. Um, Who is a better hitter, you right now or your dad in his prime? Like, if I were to ask you both, what would the consensus be? Uh, Probably me right now, because all the stories he tells me is he has warning track power. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Hey, nothing wrong with warning track power. Got to get the runs home. That's (laughs) That's awesome. And you guys both uh, kind of played similar positions as well, right? Yeah. Uh, second base, shortstop, and pitcher? Yep. 
Okay. What position do you prefer to play? Uh, I like short the most. Like short the most, yeah. like over pitching? Yeah. Okay. All right. I was a first baseman and I couldn't pitch, so I didn't really have to worry about it too much. Right. <laughs> couldn't steal, couldn't, you know, all that fun stuff. <laughs> so uh, there are a lot of really fun players on your team. Um, you know, we got Zach Waters, who's fun to watch, Nathan Moore, senior, um, Justin Cl- uh, Jacob Klingenborg, senior as well. But uh, Nick Reineke, Will, and Gus, those three names kind of go together when it comes to baseball. Um, you guys grew up together, playing a lot of baseball together. What are some of the qualities that the three of you bring to the team right now that give you that edge or advantage over other teams? I'd say experience because as eighth graders, we both started a couple games. And then last year, we all played in the state tournament game. And we've all been playing since like nine years. All together on the yeah. same team? Okay. Um, what does that experience do for you? Like how, how, does that, how do you rely on that experience day to day? Like, since we've played together, we have better, like, chemistry, I guess, and just helps us in the long run. All right, very good. Out of you three, which one is better? Oh. <clears throat> uh, no, nobody's <laughs> going to hear this. It only goes out to, like, ten people. Yeah. <sighs> Probably you. Be a toss-up. Yeah. But if you had to choose, maybe. Right now, <clears throat> me. There you go. <laughs> I All like right. it. I like it. Uh, you are swinging you a good confident. stick right you gotta now. you got to be so. confident. Uh, that's yeah. that's yeah. how it works, right? Yeah, like 19, what is it, 19 for your last 22? Something like that. Something like that. It's getting it done. Yeah, that is getting it done. I'm sure Leonard's pretty happy with that. those results right now. Yep. I mean, didn't you just win the quality at bat yeah. gift card? Mm-hmm. What was it this week? Uh, Poncheros. Poncheros, oh, yeah. Turn that back in. That's what I was going to ask him. How come they don't, they don't do Pablos? No queso. Well, I don't think Leonard likes... I'm not. I'm not sure Leonard is a Pablo's fan, and I think he also caters to the players, and they haven't quite come around yet. Really, the queso is what does it for you guys. You realize what that is? It's a microwave cheese. <laughs> that, that's all it is. Like you could probably bring your own in to Pablo's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just pr- bring your own in. I've. I mean, I've heard of people bringing like their own ranch bottles in places. I know you're a barbecue. I'm a barbecue person. guy. Yeah. But like at, at Pablo's, it is like the salsas are all homemade. Yeah, and local. We, and we, they, it's local. When you go down to the farmers market on Saturday morning, you'll see those. They're guys. down there getting the stuff. So just throwing that out there. So way to not support local business, Gus. Thanks a lot <laughs> right. for that. And, and Coach Leonard. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, do you have a specific pregame routine that you follow? Um. Wake up. My mom norm- normally makes me chicken alfredo. And then... On game days? On game days. Like, I had it before I came here. So, basically, every day in the summer, you have chicken alfredo. Yeah. <laughs> right. That is a that is a lot of chicken alfredo. <laughs> oh, Holy... Wow. S- you must really like it. Yeah. And then, after that, I normally go hit off the tee, either at the field or in, at the Astrodome and Stout. Okay. And then, go to the field, have BP, come back, and then play the game. Wow. Chicken Alfredo. <laughs> yeah, that's, again, you listen to the podcast to find out something you didn't know. I like that. All right, so do you have any um, any superstitions as a baseball player? Uh, before I go to bat, I spit on my gloves and then wipe it out down my pants, and then I troll the bat around my head and then get in the box. That's your that's a, just your habit or your – okay. Yeah. What will happen if you don't do that? Uh, I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. <laughs> 
What I, what happens, uh, or do you have anything like in between pitches? Uh, I normally readjust my helmet or like take a practice swing. So you are a big Boston Red yeah. Sox fan. Do you remember Nomar Garcia Parra at all? I I don't think I watched him, but I heard the name. But you know yeah. the name. So between like every at bat, he would like right. fix the Velcro se- straps on his. Have you ever seen him? Like, okay, so that that's probably some homework you should do. That dude. I mean, he he. It uh, used to drive pitchers nuts. He would spend ten, fifteen seconds. Like he would adjust his Velcro on his batting gloves on each one, and then he would adjust his helmet. And sometimes he'd go back to the batting gloves again. Right. Like, it was. He was intense. Yeah, we had a when I was with the Bucks, we had a player from Evansville, Kevin Kazmarski, who reminded me of Nomar because he was just super intense, super locked in, and after every pitch, he'd grab his helmet, he'd shake it around a little bit, he'd grab his hands and move them. I mean, it, it was total, but and it was exactly the same every single time. I mean, there was no. Nothing changed. No variant. No, no nothing. I think actually Nomar got traded in the middle of the year they won the World Series, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure he did. 04. They broke the way to not know, Gus. Red Sox. That's fan. okay. I don't. Shh. Shh. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. All right. So you've been up at the high school level, like you said, since eighth grade. Um, I was lucky enough to have you for a year in junior high. Uh, but you've been playing baseball forever. Is there any specific at-bat or any specific play that will always be with you as long as you live? Like you'll remember this play or this at-bat no matter what? Uh, Probably last year at the state tournament. I don't remember what inning it was, but it was a ground ball to the left side, and I dove and then threw it to Matt at first. Okay, and got the out. out. I actually remember that play, watching it, and you probably. Oh, yeah, I was right there. Yep. Pretty, that was just a fun, fun game all the way through. Obviously, it didn't end the way we wanted it to, but it was a pretty good game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. I, I heard it from a lot of people that it was fun. one of the better games, and just yeah, I mean, competitively, I mean, pitchers it was duel and longest game I've ever been a part of. Was it? <laughs> yeah, we played a game one time in high school, first of a doubleheader, first game in a doubleheader, fourteen innings. Oh wow, I sucked. And I think we had a fourteen inning affair with Jessup. A few years ago, and the lights went out, like a bank of lights. We were, I don't even know what inning we were in. I don't even know if it was 14, to be honest with you, but it was deep into the game, and the bank of lights went out, and so we had to suspend the game at that point, and then we played Olwine, and Jessup actually came to Olwine we finished the game with Jessup. I remember that. Which was, we only played one inning. I think we scored... It might have been tied or something. I don't, anyway, we scored a lot right off the bat, and then that was the end of that. And then Jessup left, and then we hung out and got ready for a wine. Because that was, there were a lot of rainouts that year, right? And you guys were trying to figure out a way to fit Jessup in. Yeah. That make. I remember that. That was. That story's kind of crazy, though. Yeah. That's yeah. All right. And we found out that we could have just called uh, Musco, and they could have just reset the thing, and it would have came back on. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Yeah. All right. It's all good. So, Gus, who's going to be the better athlete of your sisters? Like, which one are you going to are you going to give props to right now? Uh, right now, probably Lucy, but in the future, I think it's going to be Ruby. Okay. Why do you say that? Uh, she's the younger one, and me and Lucy always beat on her. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it was because you broke 
Lucy's arm once, and she's just never going to recover all the all the way. Yeah, that was that was not a good time. My parents were not happy. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. I, didn't you like, have to ask Lucy about that? Didn't you like push her down a hill? No, we were racing, and she cheated, so I pushed her. It was like four years ago. You know, well, lesson learned, kids. Yeah, exactly. So I don't feel bad for Lucy. Yeah, don't now. cheat. If she doesn't cheat, does she get hurt? Mm-mm. No, and I win. Right. Oh, well. Right. It always goes back to you. Always go back to where it first started. I like it. And then everybody complains. Oh, but he hit me. Well, what did you do? Well, I guess I threw something at him. Okay. Well, if you don't throw something, does it happen? No. That's it. That's the end of the story. Yep. So Lucy, don't cheat. And I haven't seen that yet. I coach her in junior high softball, and I have not seen that part of her. So maybe she's growing up, or maybe she learned a lesson. Yeah, maybe, maybe the broken arm did it for her. Right. <laughs> so I've got one last question before the random question yeah. of the day. Um, do you, as as a team, have any like fun at games that you do, like on your way to the game, or do you guys all f- like? What's it like on the bus? Um. So Tuesday and Wednesday it was long bus ride. Most of us slept the whole way. Like, if it's a bus ride to AP or something, we're normally, like, watching college baseball on our phone or stuff like that. Okay. So we were we were uh, a little dumber back in the day, and we used to play the deer game. So, like, every time you saw a deer, you got a point, but someone else had to verify it. And we played it every away game, and I don't know why it was that, but that's what we played, the deer game. Do you ever do anything like that when you're traveling with the Bucks? Like the deer game? No, I need any like activity on the bus. Yes, we or? did. We had uh, um, Bucks bus trivia, where our pitching coach he would come up with there's probably seven rounds of ten questions each, and it ran it ranged from everyday facts to math facts to whatever, and then everybody had a partner. My partner was the radio guy, and then you asked. He got on the the microphone and would. Bring it up. You couldn't have tried to turn in all your cell phones. You couldn't have them out. If you did, if you got caught, then you were out that round. And then each round, you uh, won a prize, and then they had the grand prize. So we had five, six hours to kill. So I was going to say, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah, legit. Yeah, Bucks Bus Trivia was good. It was, it was fun. It, Tony Manville was his name, and he worked hard at it, and he did a, a very nice job. I was going to say, though, did you guys kind of stack the deck since you got the radio guy? I feel like you guys would have cleaned up. No, we didn't. No, because some of it. I wasn't very smart anyway, and he's wasn't much above me. Okay. So, all right, we did we struggled. We did okay. We struggled at times. Held your own. Yeah, but we held our own. Okay. I still think guys in the back cheated though, <laughs> and they were pretty good good about being called break, out. But are you going to break their arm? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'd break their arm. No, they're they're not. They weren't my players. Gus will break their arm. Right? Huh? Maybe. <laughs> could be a well, could be a career. A yeah. bouncer or something? Oh, yeah, an arm I mean, breaker. you already got something on your resume. Yeah. yeah. I like it. And then you sign their cast afterwards. Yeah, the, the athletic thing doesn't work out. Yeah. All right, uh, you ready for the <laughs> random question of the day? I am. Are you ready for the random question of the day? I'm ready. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. All right, so your random question of the day is... See, Travis licked his lips before this, <laughs> so you know it's going to be a good one because he's kind of excited uh, I've for actually it. Got, I got sunburn. Oh, I just thought you were excited for the no, question. Last week I had 18 softball games, so uh, I was out in the sun quite way too much. All right, random question of the day. What is the worst song ever? Oh. What is the worst song? Or we can even 
broaden it out to if there's a group or a musician, something that you're just, you're not into, maybe other people are, you're not. I have two absolutes okay. that I would, I, I almost, I honestly almost canceled my SiriusXM subscription because of this. Okay. So, uh, Gus, do you have one yet or not? Not yet. Tad, you got something rolling? Yeah, I actually thought of this. Um, I was thinking about this earlier in the week. Uh, I saw it was like a 10-year anniversary for, is it the Rebecca Black, the Friday song? Friday, Friday. You're going to sing more than that. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. You're going to sing more than that. (laughs) Yeah, the microphone will break. (laughs) Pop everybody's ear. I I would have to hear. I don't know song titles very well. Literally, she was like a one-hit wonder. She sang that song and became immensely popular for like two years and then fell off a cliff, theoretically. Right. Metaphorically. So Friday, Friday by Rebecca. Friday by I think it's Rebecca Black is her name. Not the, I don't know. I'm sure I've you'll have heard to it. use the Google. Yeah, is it a is it a well known song? I, I mean, feel like, like radio. It's, like yeah. I feel like it's pretty popular. Okay, I'm sure well, I've heard it. What about it. you then? Me? Yeah. Uh, minor groups. Okay. Okay. I cannot stand U2, and I cannot stand REM. Really? I absolutely, and they just came out with a YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm yeah, serious. That is the absolute worst. When you said serious, I was thinking you too. I yeah, really was. That is, though, I, I just can't. And REM, um, their songs are like the same seven words over and over. Um, just not into it. And you too, just, what, Bubba? Uh, yeah, and they're uh, what's still his name? going strong, and it's just, it's old. Who's the YouTube guy? Who's the lead singer? I, I don't know his name. Bon, Bonnet? Bono? Bon, something like that. But anyway, I just can't stand him. And Coach Leonard and myself, we go round and round because he really enjoys you two. It is the absolute worst. Um, I'd have to go with what does the fox say. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. You probably came up in that little Yeah. When it was I think in sixth grade when you were in my class, that was kinda like the big thing at that point. Yeah. Is that when it probably right around there? It was, I think, in that because if you ask somebody if like you say the word what and they'd be like, Does the fox just <laughs> you know, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Good time. I, I would go with I would agree with that one. And I need to check out Black Friday the or other whatever. one here and I'm gonna be the the black sheep here with this one. Um I had a coach in high school who played put me in coach every other song and i know it's a baseball like i get that i hate the song now i just i can't stand that song yeah i don't know why it's just when you hear it five thousand times in a summer every summer right you just want to poke your eyes out and put them in your ears i guess now somebody said and i i can't i need to confirm it but it's about the iowa cubs I think so, actually. Gus, can you verify? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just You're want... not going to? <laughs> I, I don't know. I Somebody said it It was, or it, you listen to the song and, and think of Iowa Cubs, and it kind of makes sense. So what's your jam now that you do like? Um, on the way to game days, I actually listened to a song by Olivia Rodrigo. 
I hate, don't ever say that again. Is it driver's license? Mm-mm. I was going to say. Well, it just happened to be on the radio the day we played Hudson, so I guess I just listened to it now. What? Uh, we're on music here. What would you have for a walk-up song? Have you ever thought of that? Mm-mm. I'd probably do something. one song by Drake. I don't know which one, though. I, wa- I actually like that question. Um, Anthony Rizzo and you, Darvish. You um, Darvish, I obviously played for the Cubs for quite a while, and he got traded to the Padres this offseason. So when the Padres or when the Cubs came to play the Padres this year, you Darvish used Anthony Rizzo's walk-up song before <laughs> Anthony Rizzo got to. It was <laughs> it was pretty funny, and he started laughing at Rizzo and pointed at him from the batter's box. That'd be good. Oh, uh, <laughs> I kind of I like Drake. Nothing wrong with Drake. I like, yeah, I'd have to hear the song again. I don't. Yeah, I don't artists. I'm. I don't know. All right, Gus. I uh, just want to say thank you for stopping in and keep up the great work in the batter's box this year. And you're playing all around good baseball, good pitching. Um, can't wait to see how you guys finish out the year. Thank you for having me. You got it. Reineke Construction is a family-owned business right here in the DNH School District focused on providing residential construction services with the highest levels of customer satisfaction. They do everything possible to exceed your expectations like they have over the last 20 years. Reineke Construction does jobs from installing a garage door, building barns, to your dream house. They have even built a golf course clubhouse. Services include new construction, remodels or general repairs for homes, constructions on a variety of frames and pole buildings, and construction of clubhouses and other commercial buildings. Reineke Construction serves Blackhawk, Butler, Grundy, and surrounding Iowa counties, and most of their business comes from word of mouth, which is the best kind of advertising. Look around their website at reinekeyconstruction.com to see a collection of projects they have built or renovated with passion. If you have comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at 319-239-6256 or reinconst at gmail.com. Reineke Construction. Measure twice, cut once. All right, we have Mariah Ash joining us in the studio this afternoon. How are you, Mariah? I'm doing good. Very good. Uh, Before we get started with our questions, can you go ahead and give us a little background information about yourself, Mariah? I am going to be a freshman this year. I have my family, uh, my mom, Tiffany Ash. My dad, Mike Ash, and then I have a sister named Aubrey Ash, and I also have a dog named Eddie and a cat named Ginger. Cat named Ginger Eddie. because of uh, Gilligan's Island? No, she's just really calico cat. Just first thing that came to mind. I, I was really hoping it was going to be Gilligan's <laughs> oh Island, God. but I'm guessing you have no idea what you're what I'm talking about. No. And I'm maybe even sure your parents might not know. I don't do, know. Do, yeah, do you watch? No, I don't watch it, but I know what it is. You know what it is? Yeah. Have you ever seen an episode? I think I, I've caught them here and there. Like my grandma used to have it on when she was when I was little. Like she, she'd, she'd be making supper and I'd be doing stuff. She'd be watching reruns. I have watched Andy Griffith. So I've never seen Andy Griffith, but I have watched a lot of Gilligan's Island. All right, you seriously? Yes, I love Gilligan's Island. No Andy Griffith. No. What about Gunsmoke? No. Cheers. Uh. So, Cheers, I hated Cheers because I did not care for the song, but then I had to babysit, actually, Barb Baker, I had to babysit her kids one time, 
and they had no cable, and I had to watch regular TV, and I was forced to watch Cheers, and I kind of liked it. Yeah, I like Cheers. Norm, Cliff Clavin. So then I, but I'm not a super fan of it. I'll watch it. Yeah. Sorry, Mariah. How about you, Mariah? <laughs> have you watched take, any of those? Have you seen Never Cheers? Or <laughs> do you watch any? Um, Are you Netflix? No. Hulu? No. YouTube like, TV? Sometimes. Do you watch any any series of any? I mean, The Bachelorette, Bachelor, are you into... I've watched that before. Like front to back? Like all episodes? Or I mean, is there something you'll, yeah, do you you've have watched? A, do you have a series that like, yeah. you don't want to miss? Or you just... If you have a DVR, you can binge it. I mean, if there's a good show on TV, and then I'll watch a series, and then I'll stop. So what's the last one that you binged? You don't watch a lot of TV, do you? No. I'm with you. I don't. Are you a YouTuber? Like, you sit on YouTube? No. For all... Good. I think that's so dumb. No, I'm not either. Um, right now, my wife is that 90 Day Fiance show. You ever watch that? No. Holy stupid. Yeah. It is stupid. The last thing that I... Like ran straight through was uh, that Tiger King thing. Never seen it. I I watched all. I bet you I was done on that in two days. I've never seen it. That is awesome. <laughs> I heard. I mean, that was all people talked about. I know. Forever, well, that's yeah, yeah. It just it makes you feel good about your own life. <laughs> I like that. Serious, it does. <laughs> I have to check it out. <laughs> all right. So get back here towards the interview. Sorry, Mariah. Um, Mariah is joining us because she is a junior high softball player. Actually, she plays for Tony Norton and Travis Kewitt over here. And I know that, Mariah, you've been in athletics for as long as I can remember between AAU stuff and town team stuff and everything. And what is your favorite part about competing? Um, I like to get better every time and practice a lot and to just win a lot and crush the other team. (laughs) Crush the other team. I like it. That's good. Yeah, that is good. So when you're competing, though, and, and obviously the crushing the other team, um, are are you doing it because you want to beat like your best, or are you doing it because you want to beat them? Uh, both probably. Both probably. I know some people are like I want to do it. I want to be the best because I I can be, and then other people are like I just want to beat them. So, what about you, Travis? Yeah, I'm both. A bit of both. Yeah, I like it. I'll take what I can get. So if I yeah. can beat the other team, I'll take it, no matter what. Yep. Usually my best then turned into beating the other team anyway. Right. Tennis? <laughs> tennis? Is that how you were in tennis? Uh, against uh, lower people I was. You didn't respond to my text message the other day about tennis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just wondered about that. I heard that you had to be gone for a tennis camp. Yeah. At a certain point. Okay. So... Competing, crushing the other team. Who do you get that competitive side from? My mom. Your mom? <laughs> I can see. That's definitely Tiffany. Yeah. I actually didn't know your dad's name until you came in here and just said that. I I talked to Tiffany just because of obviously having you guys in school and, and stuff like that, but I don't I don't remember talking to your dad before. Just awkward silence here. I, I don't know. What do you want me to say? I don't know. What do you want hey to now. say? All right. So what activities do you see yourself being involved with in high school? Um, Softball, basketball, volleyball. I'll do band. I'm going to maybe try out tennis. Are you? Yeah. Good. I think. Yeah, that's good. Yep, that's good that you're trying a lot of different things. 
Tap. We've had that over the past. Some students, especially the older students in high school, a lot of times their words, if they could tell somebody that's just coming into high school, is to try everything. And because in junior high, you don't quite get to do all that stuff. But in high school, there's a lot more opportunities. So, um, and obviously, you know, every year we come to like the cabaret and things like that. And I always see kids that I never expected to be in those types of things. Um, will you be involved in any of those like show choir individual stuff i probably won't be it doesn't really interest me a lot as other things do yep and i didn't know like you said beforehand you were super super quiet uh, and reserved uh just even a few years ago and now you you say you like to chat a little bit so i can confirm that really yes and i think it's an eighth grade girl thing too that's shocking. Uh, yeah, practices or uh, games are not quiet. <laughs> I always like to hear the cheering, though, from the other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we hear it a lot. And oh, yeah. I like it. Yep, our girls are very vocal. It's kind of funny. At first, I wasn't quite sure because in baseball, as a baseball coach, you don't really do that. But as, as softball, I kind of get that. And so at first, it, it takes a little bit of a learning curve for me. But now I'm kind of used to it. Okay. Yep. I even pulled out, and I don't know if, I think it might have been, I don't know if it was eighth grade or seventh grade, but our last home game, I told the girls, I said, somebody needs to do something cool that if if, if, it, would, if it would be cool, we would put it on TikTok. Do something that cool. Okay, I see. Try a little motivate them, you know. Yep. Do you have TikTok? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I do. Can you be on it without having a... I have no account. I've never been on it. Never watched. So I have one. seen it, but I don't know if I have to have an account. Or maybe I do have an account made. I don't know. Actually, you know what? I do because yes, Mariah. Do you have TikTok? Yeah. Let me get. Do you do the videos and stuff? Like, do you make the videos and stuff? Sometimes dance videos, but not much. Do you do the like the hand like where you toss the ball up in the air and like you? So you have seen cross. it. No. The kids teach you this in class. They like oh. throw a pretend ball at you, and then yeah. you have to like cross your arms. What's that one called? The whoa. The whoa. What? Hold on. What? Okay, so you guys are in the classroom. So I'll be they walking they approach down the you. Halls and let's let's say I've got like a pretend baseball or t- tennis ball in my hand, and I like toss it to Mariah. Mariah, go ahead, show them the whoa. Yep. Oh, okay. And you gotta like, I don't know. So who are they? Who are you uh, videoing? I don't. Are you videoing do the, the catch, the whole thing? Is, is it? Are we behind Tad? Like so, we get this him tossing it, her. and it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. I don't get the point of it. So somebody would be videotaping me throwing you a pretend ball, and then you would cross your arms. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's a third party person, kind of. Okay. All right. Um, and then, do you ever do the thing where you set your phone up on a ledge and take videos of yourself doing the dance thing? Sometimes. Yeah. Do you guys have like six girls that do this choreography thing? I'll be walking down the hallway and then there'll just be like three girls like in a triangle doing dances and then they'll pop out from behind each other and it's crazy. Creativity. It's definitely creative. (laughs) Definitely creative. It's a lot of fun. The kids will be sitting at their desk doing these little dance things while I'm teaching. Yeah. You can tell it's so interesting. So... On our fifth grade shuttle, I see that quite a bit. That there, there's some something going on, a little show choir, or yes, whatever in the back. So the only one I've seen on Twitter, the only actual one that I remember is an ocean spray one where this guy's 
skateboarding down a hill and he's got this bottle of ocean spray juice and there's a song going in the background. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen that one. I do like that one. That's the only one that I can remember seeing. Yeah. But, you know. All right, Mariah. That was a really interesting side conversation yeah, there. Good. But Good topic. Um, so what's it been like playing for Coach Norton this year since you didn't get to play for him last year? Um, It's been pretty fun. I've learned more things and I've been building off and I was really scared to pitch again because I kind of like stopped but then I was not forced to but I just wanted to go out there and have one more year at it see how good I can get how's it been going it's been going good has it yeah you guys see like for softball I know that you can pitch people like back to back to back you guys change do you guys do more changing or yeah one usually three and then two innings three and then two innings and our eighth grade pitchers are Mariah and Izzy Norton Okay. So, so those you, guys will team it up and wh- whatever. One will throw three, one will throw two. Normally you get five innings. Yep. And then, uh, again, whatever Coach Norton chooses to do. But, yeah, they both they both throw and they both do well. Very good. Awesome. I, I, I just didn't know how that worked necessarily, especially in junior high. I know, like, and you might have a double header and have the same pitcher pitch. You could, start one right. game and part of the next if they're not gassed. Yeah. Yep. The goal, I believe, of junior high is just to try to give as much experience as you can. And That's what it should be. Then the high school coach can do whatever they want with them, and our job is just to get the exposure. Yep. So, And I didn't realize that about pitching with you, and uh, I I think you do a good job with it. So, Yeah, nice work. Could hit a few more people and intimidate them. But. Like if give them a stare down? I do that like throw, yeah. Give them an inside pitch and then, like, Give them the glare, right? Like the one that you probably give your sister. Yeah. All right. So I've always seen you as someone who's very calm and collected uh, in the classroom. Uh, but when you're going through a tough time, maybe in a sport or something with school, maybe, what do you do to calm yourself down or, or who do you talk to? Like, What's your go-to? Usually sometimes I'll talk to friends and sometimes I'll just take a deep breath and say, I got this. And if nothing's going right, I kind of take a break. Or like in sports, tomorrow's a new day and I can start over and do better. Kind of flush it and move on and then yep. come back to it, the fresh approach. I think that's a really healthy way to approach it as well. Yeah. Do you, um, your teammates, do you help them out as well? Because again, everybody's kind of at a different level and what you just said I think is very is very uh, effective. Do you offer advice to other people as well, you know, if you see somebody down and out or whatever? Yeah, I give them advice or help them out, if, say what they need to do better yep. in sports. And I do know from a, a softball standpoint, um, I think all the eighth grade girls on the team do a very good job of supporting each other and haven't even seen one instance where somebody was upset that they missed a ball or struck out or anything like that, where teams we've played, you see it Gotten every now and yeah, you see it every now and then, and so we point that out as coaches, and you know, again, tell the players, you know, we appreciate it, and that's you know part of being the team here is, you know, especially in baseball, or softball, where it can be individual. I mean, you can have individual success and still get trounced as a team. Yes, yes, but very you, much so. We uh we talk a lot about body language on the baseball team. You know, if if you go out there and you are showing poor body language, you're not setting a very good example for not only yourself but others in the stands, but also your teammates. And it's easy for your teammates to get down on you if you are showing poor body language. 
out there. So we try to we try to work on that. Um, when it comes to volleyball, so I don't know anything about volleyball, but I took my daughter Kaylin to a couple junior high volleyball matches this year, so she could kind of check it out. And I don't know what position it is that you play, but you hit the ball so hard that I don't know how anybody has a chance on the other side to even get, like, is that, how long have you been doing this? Since fourth grade. I was going to say, the the amount of time that you guys must put in, holy cow. Yeah. There's like, full, there's like holes in the floorboard in some spots because she smacks the ball that hard. That's good. So I think it must be a good thing. She can hit hard. She can also take hard hits. Right? Yep. I like that. Okay. Well, then we go ahead. Do you want to tell a story? You want me to tell a story? You can tell the story. It's probably one of the first few practices. They're out there playing catch, and I'm talking to Coach Norton, doing whatever. I don't even know girls' names or nothing. I mean, just starting out. And all of a sudden, I look up, and a ball is heading right towards Mariah's head, and it hits her right in the forehead. And just glances off. And I'm just like, I'm like, holy smokes. And I kind of watch her. And then she kind of, you know, staggers back a little bit. And she's like, uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> and then, so I asked her, I, you know, I kind of watched it. And did okay, I thought. <laughs> she's just laughing I mean, over there. Try not like, to I was, make any noise. Oh, my gosh. I was so nervous. <laughs> no concussion protocol. You're good. But just glanced off and. Kind of watch her the rest of the day and or the rest of practice. Do you have a headache or anything? No, my head just hurt a little bit, but you're good to go. Yeah, I like it. That's when I thought, okay, we got a player here. Yep, yep. <laughs> that probably put me on the ground. The end of the AP game in our six, no, in our eighth grade game. You know, we're we're down to our last out, and one of our kids popped up, and the second baseman and shortstop collided, oh, and geez. you could just hear ooh like this, and they. Their heads hitting. Oh, yeah, they got up. Dang, they did okay. But it happens. Yeah, it does. All right, Mariah, you ready for the random question of the day? Yep. Okay, Travis. All right, your random question of the day is: What would be the hardest thing to give up? Something that you cannot live without. Probably sports. I definitely didn't get it right. I didn't get it right either. But why? Why can you elaborate a little bit on the sports? Um, it gets me closer to my friends and have a chance to compete with other people, meet new people, crush other teams. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought you for sure were going phone. I. That's where I was going with that. I was I, that second, or did that even not even? That wasn't even on the list. Wow. Good work. That out is of nice. You. That is very nice. Just out of curiosity, how often, like, what amount of time are you on your phone in a given day? Uh, Three hours, usually, in okay. the summer. What about us, like, a normal school day? like An hour six. and a half. Oh. Okay, six. <laughs> yeah, yeah <I'm> just, <laughs> I don't know, how long are we in school? Good answer. I like that. What about you, Travis? Um, I can go with the easy. I, I didn't really think about it a lot. Um. Easy thing for me would would say Pablo's burritos. You wouldn't go without those. Couldn't give them up. I couldn't give them up. I'd have to. Yeah, yeah. I'm a coffee guy. I like coffee a lot. 
you know that I've always I'm carrying a coffee cup around with me all the time. I just like coffee. Yeah. In the morning, if I don't have my coffee in the morning, kind of zombie ish. I mean, I already look. Do like you fun. think so or not? No, I I just it's a habit. So if you don't have it out of habit, then you're kind of like you're just thrown off. Right. What if you would switch to orange juice? Um, I like orange juice too. I just I'm used to coffee. I, I think like, your result. I, I, I think like, the result would be the same. I think uh, you're crazy because we have a very dedicated coffee group in New Hartford and we spend a lot of time. Yeah, but I don't think you need it. Money and effort. Well, I don't think you need Pablo's, Travis. It's nutritious. So is coffee. <laughs> Show me. It is. Antioxidants. Mar- Mariah's laughing. Antioxidants. Okay, so after the first cup, you probably reach 100%. I like to be extra prepared, extra antioxidanted. Duh. All right, whatever. Plus, it's free calories. <laughs> That's the reason right there. <laughs> All right, Mariah. Well, we won't keep you around for any more of this dumb banter that we've got going on right now. But we do appreciate you coming in today on this summer summer afternoon and hope you enjoy the rest of your softball season. Good luck. Thank you. The DNH Loose Change Podcast is looking for the final two businesses to partner with us here at Dyke New Hartford. DNH Loose Change will be a weekly podcast focusing exclusively on all things DNH. The podcast will primarily consist of interviews from administrators, teachers, support staff, coaches, and our own DNH students. By becoming a partner, your business will be given up to a 60-second pre-roll, mid-roll, or post-roll read in every episode to a captive audience. Your donation will go directly to help out the DNH Booster Club as well as help offset the cost of producing the podcast. For more information, contact Travis Kiewit at 319-983-2206 or by email at travis.kiewit at dnhcsd.org. Thank you in advance for your support of our DNH students and roll blue. All right, we are here with Waylon Byrne, a pretty important guy around the district. Kind of keeps everything ship shape and moving in the right direction. How are we doing, Waylon? Pretty good. Uh, before we dive into the questions today, can you go ahead and give everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I uh, went to high school at Gladbrook Rhinebeck, uh, originally from Rhinebeck. Um, Made it through high school there. A little fact that a lot of people don't know is, and I like to throw this out there because I like to make him feel old every chance I get, (laughs) is uh, Chad Bixby. I broke him in down there. Uh, He was right out of college, taught me uh, accounting and uh, computer stuff, and he's been following (laughs) me around ever since. That's right. (laughs) So, yeah. I did not. That is a good piece to throw out there. You can hold that above his head for... Nugget of knowledge. Right. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right. What about family? Uh, got married uh, out of, well, kind of while I was in college at Hawkeye. Uh, married Michelle Anderson uh, of the Anderson clan here in Dyke. Uh, <laughs> kind of a big family. And uh, 
had uh, three little boys. I've got Earhart, who you are well aware of in junior high. He is 12. And I've got Axel, who is 10, I believe. He's heading to junior high, so he's excited about that. And then I've got little Jack down here, who just made it out of kindergarten. So three boys I've been blessed with, and they are Wolverines through and through. So it's best you could just pass those clothes right on down. Yes, exactly. Right <laughs> yeah. down to Jack. And well, the only thing you can't pass down, I think, are tennis shoes at Oh, yes, point. you can. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You can do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can do anything if you try hard enough, I guess. All right. Um, so how long have you been in the district here in, in Dyke, New Hartford? Um, here in Dyke, I think I've been here around eight years. So I got my five-year recognition when Justin started, and I think he's been here about three years. And sure. Feels more like thirty, but uh. <laughs> well, you're 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 busy enough for thirty. Your your years, your years here in the job you do are like dog years. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like not. for every school year, it's probably actually like seven years worth of work. I was gonna say the tech guys and and in your position, Waylon, uh, just it's a lot. Yeah, it's fun overseeing a lot. I've noticed you've grade a little bit now. Just kidding. <laughs> my wife keeps giving me a hard time about that. <laughs> Yes, I have. So have you always held the same position here? Uh, Yeah. When I started, it was the buildings and grounds director. Um, It's kind of been molded, taken off quite a bit. It's it's morphing. Yes, it's growing. (laughs) And when I started, I did all the mowing and grounds and uh, spent a lot of time here. Uh, But then we hired a guy named Danny Shipper, and we haven't looked back since. So he's been great. He does a lot yes. of the mowing and all of that stuff out there, so it's been a huge help. So, and there's a lot more to mow than people think. Like, oh yeah, yep, yep. I mean, just the complex area down here—that's right. Lot. It's just it's just time consuming, is what it yeah what it is. And in, I'll attest to this. And in Wayland's position, you know, being on a mower probably isn't the best place for the school district for Wayland to be on. You know, yeah, not to say that I don't mind. It's relaxed. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Well, there's bigger fish, bigger fish to fry. and Yeah, and, and, you know, too, you've got the football field and the baseball field that they require some specific. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. There's a lot that goes into that. So and I'm constantly reminded of those specific <laughs> needs. <so. laughs> All right. Um, and you and your position are shared with Gladbrook Rhinebeck, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. And what is that split? like and how is um, that for it's, you it's an 80 20 split so i'm supposed to spend 20 percent of my work week down there and uh most of the time what that ends up being is me going down and taking care of like the boilers all heating season right. checking the boilers checking the chemical levels air compressors all that stuff and then when we get to the summertime it's projects i do a lot of stuff over the phone uh getting projects ready. They're they're doing a big uh, parking lot project down there this summer with getting a lot of things ADA accessible, some restrooms ADA accessible. So I spent a lot of time with contractors getting that all ready and that, that kind of stuff. And your job is one where you get pulled in so many different directions and it kind of happens that whenever you get the call that you need to be somewhere, how do you balance? This is a question that I think a lot of people need that to understand oh, yeah. how do you balance your personal life and then the same goes for you Travis I mean you have a lot of things going on as well how do you guys do that 
it's you you've really got to prioritize and there's a lot of times that people don't understand that their problem in their classroom isn't gonna quite make it to the top of the list that day but um you've got to prioritize and i i try to kind of shut off when i go home and silence my phone but uh, justin has said before uh there's a few of us that just you don't get that time off really um you just got your phone on and you got to be ready to go and and that's how it is i've brought the boys up here quite a few times uh, on my vacation last week oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was up here mowing and uh, <laughs> I said you guys can go run the track while dad mows the baseball field so happy vacation kids right <laughs> no and I'm I'm with Waylon on that I I try to do the same thing as is I'll get a call or something at night and I'll basically prioritize that if it needs the attention it'll get the attention if it's something that is just a question that I it could be done that night but I'm going to wait until, you know, we're back on the clock and it's it's go time because, again, it's not fair to the family if you start interfering with that and let, letting the job kind of take over. But at the same time, it's it's important. And, you know, I, the vacation thing, you know, I took two vacation days, Tuesday and Wednesday, and I spent them doing the shuttle bus, doing a junior high in the morning, and then driving the bus to Clear Lake and West Union. <laughs> that was my yeah. that was that was my vacation. Happy vacation. Yeah. <laughs> just just so I could get my hours in, you know, and so it's, but yeah, I, but Waylon is way more than me as far as, and especially now with the construction project and I, I can't even, and I hate, and I know, I find out, I don't know when, I don't know a schedule, so I don't know he's on vacation, but I find out first, if you don't see him, you probably figure he is, and then I hate, I just, uh Somebody will message me, and I'm like, oh, this has to go to Waylon. And so I usually ask a couple people first. I say, well, what do you think about this? Is this something I can just message him? And then with the blue van, yeah, yeah. that that was I, – I ran that through a couple people before I sent it to you. So oh, no. It's, I, it's no big deal. Well, if but you it, no. from me, then you know. Right. But it is, though. It is a big deal. And it's it's one of those things where a lot of people don't Ex- understand that and don't respect that, that time. time. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's the hard part. And, you know, just like Waylon said, there's – it's not everybody, but some people think that that we we sit around, we sit around in this office and we just kind of wait, and then all of a sudden the phone calls and we get up and we go do it. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> well, and that's sometimes you, I'll use my classroom as an example. If I if I need something, um, so I'll like email you guys or text you guys, and I know there's other ways that I'm supposed to do that, you know. But I want I do that because I want you guys to know, like, hey, it's not immediate. It's right. just something. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. I, just yep. kind of a personal touch too, and just to be able to say, "Hey, thanks, I appreciate it," yep. because a lot of times you guys are in there and out there before we even know what you've been there. I mean, it's right when uh, I, before Ron worked at the school. I know Kevin. I I'd, I'd leave him a message, and the next morning I'd come in and it's done already. It's mm-hmm. just that kind of stuff. Yeah. You guys make time when you can, and. Right. Well, people, you know, it's easy to start taking advantage of that. So, yeah. you know, we've got to respect that. Well, and so this morning I messed up. <laughs> I I took the van yesterday because we do the grab and go lunches and stuff. The van's trying to get air conditioning in it. So they needed it. So I drove down to New Hartford and, and got the van or actually it was at it was at Marv's getting ready to be fixed and they needed it. So I grabbed the van, went down to New Hartford, brought back the G6 was going to go take the G6 back down to New Hartford this morning, bring it back up to Marv's, 
I get down to New Hartford and I meet Waylon and Dan. They had already gotten the van to bring it back. And I'm like, oh, gosh. I, and I know they're way more busy than I am. And I felt terrible that I didn't, you know, they could have been doing something else for a half hour instead of doing something like that. So well, that's but, no biggie. That was a priority. We got to have yeah, cold that, lunch on Tuesday. So. Yeah, well, that was that was my bad. My B, as the kids say. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, we hear that a lot. <laughs> um, so, and Travis kind of led into this here for you, Waylon. So this obviously is not a typical summer around that New Hartford around the campuses, but what does a typical summer look like for you? Well, Tad, there really is no <laughs> such thing as a typical <laughs> summer. Um, it's the past two summers actually have been, uh, last summer with COVID that was, that was odd. And then, uh, this summer with the construction, it's, yeah, it's really weird. But what we would call a typical summer is is definitely more structured, more planned out. I would usually have a crew up in New Hartford working on taking every piece of furniture out of every room, cleaning floors, stripping floors, waxing floors. And I would also have a crew down here in Dyke doing the same thing, uh, touch-up paint, kind of a paint schedule we have. Uh, but every piece of furniture gets taken out of a room, and the rooms get cleaned top to the bottom, and that's a typical year. So this year we're we're trying to forecast what's going to happen. We're shaking things up a bit. I sent just about everybody up to New Hartford because there's not a lot going on up there, uh, and they are moving through yes. the building. So Ron is very pleased with yes. his crew that he's got up there, and... Uh, my hope is about the time that they finish up up there, we will be able to start getting in some areas down here in Dyke, and I will be full force down here, and we'll be ready to move through this building. Yeah, because so. there's a, right now, I wouldn't say off limits, but what what are, I know the two-story is gutted. Yeah, basically, the two-story, we don't go in. Uh, the elementary, we're staying out of, so I've had Dave and Jamie uh, here in the, uh, whatever part of the high school you want to call this, the library right. area. And uh, they've been working through. Now Dave is ready to take his summer sabbatical. And sure. <laughs> he will be on vacation for almost the rest of the summer. And uh, Jamie's going to take a week off. So it's probably a good time for that because right. they can't do a whole heck of a lot right now. Right. So. Yeah, I know coming in, I, I'm always nervous I should, if I should be wearing a hard hat or not because I look up and there's no ceiling or false ceiling and, I, I'm not sure where I'm supposed to go, and I actually asked Chad Bixby the other day. I said, "Do I need to have one?" You, you know, I'm just going to the library. He says, "No." Nah. He says, "If you go down to the elementary or the two store, you probably need to have yeah. one." But other than that, say pretty good. And everybody is pretty much based out of the library. Yeah. Right now, Tom Texter's here, Sherry Sharp, myself, Chad's office now is down here. You know, it, it is probably one of the few air conditioned rooms available. But uh, this seems to be like the, the headquarters. <laughs> I, when you talk about those cleaning crews, I did that for one summer. Um, that is hard work. You you sweat, yeah. You you are there early in the morning, so you can try to avoid as much of the heat as you can, and it and mm-hmm. never never fails. You're going to go home with a soaking wet t-shirt, and oh yeah, yeah. It I think it'd be not would be kind of cool for a, a parent or somebody just to come in and, in the summertime and just see. How much cleaning and how much, I mean, because when you say you take everything out of the room, I mean, the hallways are packed because everything does totally get wiped down, cleaned, fixed. Everything is. 
the organization I mean, is really yeah, important I mean, it's, at that point. It's when these kids come back in the fall, it's it, it's almost I mean, not a new school, but it's it's all clean and, and ready to rock and roll. So with the construction project then, um, this obviously is not your typical year, and you said you don't have any real typical year. What when do you think you'll be able to get into some of those? Um, well they say they're they're on schedule or maybe slightly ahead of schedule at the moment. So uh, but that being said, I still don't know when I'm going to get to be able to get into them. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of wait till the dust settles in the elementary, and then we might do a few rooms over there. And uh, what we've done over here is gotten, like the science rooms, we've gotten those ready. They're completely done, and then we put some towels in front of the door so they don't get dusty and right. just hope that they hold up. People stay, <laughs> yeah. stay out of there, people. Yeah. Yeah. How's, uh, how are the meetings going? You probably don't have very many, do you? <laughs> uh, we we uh, have upped the meetings a little bit. Mr. Stockdale wanted to be better informed on things, and we we have a meeting every couple of weeks now with everybody: Peters Construction sure. crew, subcontractors, everything, and they're they're going real well. Uh, they're they're very optimistic. We're slightly ahead of schedule inside and outside you're gonna see things start going up instead of down so uh, right come the middle of july they're gonna start cranking out building and you'll see things going up so yeah. i was it'll yeah, be neat i took my daughter on a golf cart ride the other day and i showed her the front of the building you know we check it out every once in a while and she thought it was so cool to see that she could see so far down in some of the areas i was like just wait it's right. gonna change quite a bit yeah. so and i know early on when this whole construction process started everything was zoomed out zoom meeting zoom meeting you were probably because they had it set up for you know certain areas you came into the zoom meeting you were probably at every single one of them yeah there I were mean, quite a few i popped in on so yeah. you had to be just swamped with yep. just yeah. I, I don't i don't know how you do it i mean and there's so many different variables and different you know, companies and just, yeah. it, it, it's not only just the D&H crew. Now you got Peter's Construction. You got other people that want to come in here and get things done. and Asking questions. And every right. day, every day it's uh, Mr. Stockdale and my uh, bonding time. We take our <laughs> afternoon stroll and uh, yeah. walk the campus. And uh, I think he just likes to do it because he gets to put his hard hat on. Sure. I think it makes him feel taller. <laughs> <laughs> we just walk around. Hey, and, now. <laughs> we just walk around and... Uh, kind of get dirty looks from all the contractors and sure funny story about that i i saw mrs stockdale at the pool the other night and she was talking about they're actually scheduling a vacation so they're going to be going on vacation sometime this summer good i said you know i bet i could get you your dream vacation lined up and she says well what do you mean and i said I bet if we pass the hat around to all the peters contractors and hvac <laughs> contractors and told them that it would get Mr. Stockdale to go on a vacation. <laughs> I bet we could get you somewhere overseas for a long time. So, anyway, the pot's awesome. up to about 150000 right now. Right, so right. They're going to have a great vacation. <laughs> Enjoy your year off, guys. <laughs> right. Um, and you just think you're doing that with, you know, GR2. You have a project going on over there. So keeping that straight as well. Yes. Yep. It's yep. And, I, and I think we just... Uh, Maybe a week or so ago, started in on the New Hartford campus, really, you know, getting that kind yeah, of moving dirt. and changed quite a bit in a matter of no time. Yeah. Yep. I flew the drone. It might have been last Friday or so. I 
flew it around. I hadn't been in the backside very, uh, very much, and it's it's starting to change. Looks and, like a parking lot back there now. Yeah, the, the parking lot. So that's cool. Huh. Got the flyer again. There you go. Um, so just on a typical day, um, what is the best part of your job, and what's the worst part of your job? Oh, I would say the best part on a typical day is if I'm walking through the hall and I hear, hey, dad, or hey, daddy, and all of a sudden I'm getting a hug. That's pretty cool. And I always am sure to share that with my wife because she's so jealous. Oh, yeah. It drives her nuts. Uh, I don't get much of that up in New Hartford, though. I get kind of the, oh, man, am I in trouble? Uh, <laughs> why are you up here? Uh, but And then I even get a, a hey, Uncle Waylo from, from my nieces, from Sophia and Lily, so... Uh, that's probably one of the better parts of my typical day. That is nice. Is there any part of your day that you're just like, yeah, the flip side? Try to avoid. Um, you you probably will not see me in a classroom full of kids unless it's like I have to be there. Yeah, I do not like going into classrooms that are trying to do work and full of kids. And Chad Bixby makes fun of me for this, but. I, I don't like that. I, I'm with you. Oh. I if somebody if it's a if a tech question, I always ask, does it need to be? Do you need it now? And do you have a class? Because I'm kind of with you, and I I don't like to be in there, you know, for whatever reason. Just I'm, I'm not. I'd rather do it with nobody than with right. with <laughs> the kids. Well, and then a lot of times too, the teachers are kind of on the same page though, just because it's. You, you got a bunch of kids that you're trying to keep track of. Right, and then right, going on right. Here. So it's, I can see that 100%. Right. Well, and then sometimes the question they ask, I'm like, uh, this is going to be a shot in the dark, you know, so I'm in there and I'm fumbling around and I'm like, it may work, it may not. You're probably better off just rolling with it until, until I can get some time in Hang here. Hang on, let me send that to Waylon or Chad. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's probably the worst is is being in a classroom. I don't like that too much, but. yeah. And that's like we said, that's understandable as well. So, how um, going back to the construction thing, pretty good rapport with with the school district and just overall. I mean, everybody's on the same page. And oh yeah, and you, yeah, with the contractors. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Oh yeah, we're getting along well. One of the uh, head contractors for Brecky, who is the HVAC doing the boilers and stuff, uh, he was one of our head refs for girls soccer. So oh. Every time we'd have a game up in New Hartford, I'd be like, "Well, what's what's going to happen tonight? Can, sure. I buy, can I buy a few red cards for the other team?" <laughs> <laughs> we'd joke around, but no, there we got good. getting along well so far. Yeah, it seems like things are, like you said, moving along, and and uh, hopefully, now the course of the school year, they'll still be. What is the construction going to look like? You know, when we're in. In session. So the top of the two-story where Mr. Bennett's room was and Mrs. Harms and yep. those other classrooms, Mr. Bixby, that will still be under construction. Okay. Um, so they'll still be pounding away up there. Uh, the first floor is set to be done, so okay. I'm hoping that holds true. Um, and the elementary is all set to be done. There won't be tile on the floor. Uh, yet that'll come closer to Christmas or spring break. Um, there was just a, a huge money savings there to, sure. to wait on that. And, uh, and then New Hartford, that's kind of when things are going to get fired up up there and you'll go through like three classrooms at a time and then we'll move three teachers down to those three classrooms when they get done. 
and then we'll start on the next three next. classrooms. Okay. So we'll just keep going going through. So a little rotation then yeah. kind of thing throughout yeah. the year or however long it takes. That's right. And like I say, it changes every day. So Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't sound like you have to be coordinated or organized or anything right, like that. Right. So. You just roll out and just roll in. <laughs> what are we doing today, guys? <laughs> um <laughs> Well, Waylon, I think it's about that time here for your random question of the day. Okay. Yeah, let's bring it on. <laughs> you, you ready for it? I think so. Okay, I, this was kind of a cool one. This, we we uh, were very prepared, and we thought about these for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes ago. And uh, if you could close one fast food chain for any reason, what fast food chain would it be? McDonald's. Yeah. Wow. That was yeah. going to be mine. That is Really? Why? Due to three little boys oh. who absolutely love McDonald's. Yeah. But yeah. do you think they would switch? Absolutely. They'd switch over to Culver's, and then we'd have to close that one down. Okay. So. But McDonald's is the first one. Yes. I just can't even stomach it anymore. Just yeah. terrible. <laughs> it's bad. So bad. That was going to be mine, but I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go on a different route here. I'm going to go Raising Cane's. Not a big fan. I can see that. I just don't Kinda like it. Yeah, and that's the only reason I just don't. Yeah, I like enjoy that raising style. canes. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we once. did. Yep. Just I like, I like the sauce. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I don't like about it. So, yeah. Well, but the bread's their good. Menu, then, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? That's, that's true. They are limited. But and I, I, like I get it. You're going, if you go to a place like that, you're specifically going for right. some type of chicken right. strip or whatever, but right. I'm not. And the thing I like about it is I get the box. And with that, you get uh, uh, you get uh, coleslaw, fries, and the bread. But you can substitute any of those out for something else. And I'm a fry guy, <laughs> so sometimes the coleslaw goes, sometimes the bread goes, and the extra helping of fries shows up. And then the the sauce, I'm into. So yeah, see if I'm gonna go anywhere for chicken, it's probably gonna be like Popeyes or Chick Fil A or obviously KFC. Yeah. Yep. Right. It's kind, of, it's kind of where it is. Yeah. So what one are you closing? I'm closing Long John Silver's. Why? I hate seafood. Mm. Now, is Red Lobster a chain? It's not fast food. I, I mean, fast it's, food. Okay, because that would be my first. Although they do That's have pretty expensive. good chicken. But Long John Silver's, I just, I, I can't. I, is it really, is it real fish? Yeah. I mean, do you think? Well, we could go back to McDonald's and <laughs> ask that same question. That's true. But, yeah, I'm along just in the smell. I remember back in the day going in there, and it, oh, yeah. it's got it's some. Tough. It does. You know, it has an odor. Yeah. It's a little rough. <laughs> you know an underrated food chain, A&W? Not sure I've ever had it. I've got to agree. That's that's a good one. They they just, I like I think it. they just closed one They down. did just close yeah. the one there on Viking a little, Road. A little disappointed. You're yeah. serious? Yeah. Yes. Connected to the Casey's? Yeah. Uh, that's too bad. You gone. You gone. Yeah. Well, those, I think we came up with uh, two really good ones. <laughs> I like Long John yeah. Silver's every now and then. <laughs> okay, so That's one. Okay, good I go. One. I go there once every three years, so I guess I shouldn't get too worked <laughs> up. Is there about just it. the one in Waterloo? Uh, there's one connected to KFC. So oh yeah. Cedar Falls. Yeah, they're buddies, aren't they? You bet. Yep. They work. They work hand in hand. Comes out of a different bucket. So the yeah, I think I think. I, I think KFC might be underrated. Oh, I definitely think so. I don't go there as much. I mean, you see the commercials and stuff, but if you ever ask kids or anybody, it's usually not 
a first choice. I mean, it's not one of my first choices, but I do. I mean, I got... Taco John's is underrated, too. I was just saying that the other night, a six-pack and a pound. Yes. You know, so, okay, quick story about Taco John's is when I was in high school, way back when, uh, Taco John's was still there, where it is. We would go there after every home baseball game. We would show up, and all we had to do was sit down because they knew what we were going to order. <laughs> and then they brought out, and back then we just paid cash, and then we knew exactly what the payment was. <laughs> I bet you we ate there all summer. we just go in and sit down, and people kind of look at us like, you're supposed to walk through this line, and their food shows up. <laughs> That's Magic. awesome. And six-pack and a pound used to be super cheap. Mm-hmm. It's gone I don't know, what is bit. it, 13 bucks maybe now? It was, I bet you it was eight bucks. I mean, it was, and the potato lays. Yeah. And that's the only reason for me, honestly. Uh, My kids <laughs> those, can eat the top. I'll eat the yeah, potato. Those potato lays, lays are Absolutely. really good. With a little cheese sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. stuff. Man, that, oh. uh, we would always go to Dairy Queen after baseball games. Dairy Queen or Pizza Hut? Pizza Hut was after base, uh, basketball most of the time. Dairy Queen after baseball. Don't know why. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. All right. All right, Waylon, well, I appreciate you stopping in, and uh, I know you're a pretty busy guy right now, so thanks for taking the time out of your day to, to come join us. You bet. Thanks. The Dyke New Hartford Booster Club is established as a support group to encourage parent and community participation and to raise funds to enhance and expand the academic, social, and athletic programs that are available to each individual student at Dyke New Hartford Schools. The Booster Club feels strongly that parent and community involvement during the school year can be a key to the success of our students here at DNH. Please consider helping our students by becoming a member. Our Booster Club website can be found under the Parent and Community tab on the DNH homepage. Thank you for your support and roll blue. everybody that does it for travis and myself uh want to thank you for listening along again on episode i believe this is episode 21 i think so yeah rock and rolling another one down many more to go yeah supposedly if you guys it has to be because we we have sponsors so exactly exactly you guys gotta that's gonna keep us going and and we're still looking for two more so Keep clicking that listen button. Yep, everybody. listen, download, all that stuff. We appreciate yep. everybody. And, yeah, and you know, get a hold of us on Twitter, email us, text us, whatever. We like to hear from you guys, and uh, it's fun to include some of the things that you talk about in our daily or in our weekly yep. podcast. Yep. So. And as we've mentioned before, um, the summertime is going to be a little different as far as schedules. So if you do want to find out when the next one's going to drop it, could be a Wednesday, it could be a Thursday, it could be a Friday. The goal is to have one at least once a week, but you know we're just not quite sure uh, what date. So if you stay with Twitter up to date there, you'll you'll know exactly what what's going on. And once junior high baseball wraps up, it'll be a little bit easier for me to schedule. But yeah. I know Mr. Keywood over here has a no, pretty be, easy, you know, it'll be a little bit easier as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it better be because, uh, yeah. It's been, yeah, it's it's a little bit chaotic, but we do appreciate you guys uh, being flexible with us. So, 
Well, you want to give them an overview? Yeah. Uh, today on the podcast, we had uh, Gus, Gus Varney. Appreciate him coming in, talking a little baseball with us. And uh, Mariah Ash coming in as well for the junior high side, junior high softball, and talk, talked a little bit about uh, entering high school kind of stuff. And then finally we ended up with Waylon Byrne, uh, building and grounds, uh, the coordinator, the manager, as as you will, uh, gave us a lowdown on construction and kind of what his role is here at, at DNH as, as well as GR is. I kind of forget sometimes that he is shared. And that's why I wanted to bring so, that up. People understand just the amount of stuff that he, he does. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he is a busy man. Very busy man. Uh yeah, and and we had today's interviews, we had two really good kids and one okay guy. I was just kidding. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> probably one of the nicest you guys. You may not get anything into. done in your room. Yeah, no, he's probably one of the <laughs> nicest guys you run into. But yep. yeah, we had we had some really good interviews today. Um this will be a fun one when you guys get to give it a full listen. Yep, yep. It was really good. All right. Uh today's first pitch. Travis, who we got? We're going to give our first pitch out to uh the the uh, custodians and all the help down there at the New Hartford campus. Uh, Waylon talked about it before. Um, the work that goes in during the summertime and Tad, you can attest to it cause you've been part of it for one summer or at least one summer. I don't know if you did it. I did it just one okay. summer. Uh, then children came along. Yeah. But it, the work they put in is unbelievable. And as everybody knows, New Hartford campus isn't air conditioned and we've been having extreme heat all week and that place, uh, working in there during the summer times, uh, it doesn't cool down. That block just radiates the heat and um so really appreciate uh, all the help that's down there getting the the school ready here for uh school year already for you know 2021 yeah, i don't I don't think people understand you know if you have a really uh a hot few days it doesn't just cool off in one day it it takes yes. two or three or four days to actually come back down from that temperature yeah. that block and the humidity just sticks around. So yeah, it's 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 rough. It's and it, it gets warm. You know, some people say, "Oh, you know, it's not this hot." Well, you know, it is when you get a lot of bodies in there as well. So and not everybody has an air conditioned room. Yeah, I don't library. That's, that's my shot at you, Travis. I, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I do. I do open my door though. Yeah, I do appreciate in that. the summertime, and I let you guys come in. That's true. And it's kind of nice. You go in there, you almost get hypothermia, though, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it is a little chilly. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us on episode 21 of DNH Loose Change. Can't wait to hear and talk to you guys next week.